This episode of Pass the Popcorn Podcast contains many spoilers from movies currently in theaters at the time of this recording. If you don't want to hear any details, spoilers, or story elements from the movies reviewed in this episode, stop listening now. For everyone still listening, enjoy this episode. Guardians of the Galaxy, brought to you by (laughs) Gary Busey. Whoa! I love Amazon Fire TV! You're listening to Pass the Popcorn, the movie review podcast. That's right, yet another movie review podcast on the internet. But here's what this podcast has that no one else does. Your hosts, Chris and Tim. Hello, and welcome to Pass the Popcorn. Pass the Popcorn. Why does that voice never change? It's the same. I swear to God, you have a recording of your voice. <laughs> yeah, I have a sound. And you, and you, yeah, a soundboard of you pop, saying pop, that. Pop, 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 pass the pop, pass the pop, pass the popcorn. See, I'm telling you. <laughs> he is Tim, and I am Chris, and we got a bunch of films to talk about this week. Bunch of movies. Bunch of movies. It's been a while. It's, it's been almost two weeks since we since yeah, they out. We put we put two shows out in like three days two weeks ago, and then yeah. I was actually on vacation last week, and we went uh, some. You know, we were away doing some day trips here and there, so we held off. But now we got a bunch of them to do, and the first one we're going to be talking about is entitled "Get On Up." Get Up. I don't know how you spell that. You know, U P A is that? Get On Up. Up. U P A H. U P A H. H A. H A. Get on that back. Now I don't, I don't know about you, but I I mean you are you're you're probably a bigger fan. I like the songs of James Brown. I always have, you know, I like a lot of them. No I knew nothing about him. I knew about so his personal life, his bad beating of the wives here and there. <laughs> the bad beating of the yeah. wives. I didn't really know anything about him, but I did want to see it because, you know, I wanted to get on in that and see get on that back. Moving, grooving it, you know. Well that that part. All right, let me tr- play a trailer. Here's a trailer. The first it, it is an, an ad for Amazon. What's this for? I don't know. I'm skipping it. Ah, oh, fuck Amazon. I hate Amazon. There we go. Get on that back. Groove is it's a heartbeat. Driving everything inside. Oh, that's a good how exactly do you define it? I just did, lady. Let me tell you the first thing about James Brown. I knew since the day I was born. Everybody gonna know my name. See, I can't never quit. Quit. I'm going back. James, they want the Rolling Stones to close the show. No, I go forward. I take it. And I flip it. Mm. 
president? I want to go to Vietnam. Hey, on the we got to bring the super heavy bombs to the cats over there. Are they shooting us? Sorry about plane trouble. Plane trouble? They tried to kill James Brown today. You want to go down and hit you as a man and kill the funk? I never saw that trailer in my life. <laughs> no, every time you pick up a trailer, it's like I'm like I don't know this trailer. This isn't the. I think I think what they do is they put out like these extended ones for the internet. Well, it's I always say whatever on IMDb is play trailer, and I hit it, and that one said actually the international trailer. So maybe okay. that's yeah. Yeah. But it, it's 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 still cool to watch. I mean, yeah. I'm gonna say this. It to me, I really enjoyed it, but I didn't like how it was skipping from times like he was young, old, young, middle, young, old, and he talked to the camera like like moonlighting a little bit. <laughs> and I love moonlighting, you know me. I love that shit moonlighting. But still in all, the guy who was named Chaswick something? Ch- Chadwick Bosman, yeah. Oh my God. The guy, I mean uh, <sighs> rumors ago, I think Eddie Murphy was supposedly, you know, rumored to be in it, which, you know, he could do it blindfolded with hands tied on his back. Yeah, but, there was, there was, yeah, there was talk. Yeah, Eddie, Eddie was supposed to do it like right after they did Dreamgirls. I want to say yeah. is, that's when they started talking about Eddie doing James Brown, and he could do it. I mean, SNL, I'll do too yeah. hot in the hot tub, hot tub too hot. Wow, <laughs> he could do it. But yeah, this guy was amazing. This guy can do James Brown maybe better than even James Brown could have. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now he he was he was great. I, I thought. I thought when I first saw the trailer for it, I thought he was doing it a little over the top, like a it was almost like a almost like a parry or um, an an impression, not really a, not not really trying to be him, but just a, an, an impression when he first saw the trailer. But when you see the movie, you know you he you you buy into it. Yeah, like, hook, line, and sinker. He's just he was in the role and he just killed it. And you could even like when he was in the beginning, when he was the older James Brown with the shotgun at the car dealership or whatever. Yeah. And then it, and him as a you know the middle ages and the kid, you know the kid in the middle ages, you could hear him even changing how he was talking. Like yeah. He was talking like an older James Brown, and he was talking like a middle aged James Brown, and he was really good. And he he didn't you know what's cool about him? He didn't really care about anything. He just wanted to do it his way, his rules, and people loved it. Yeah, that's that's the thing about James Brown. This is like there's good things and bad things about James Brown. Right, of course, right. I think uh, I think one of the one of the things about him that's good is he he was he was not compromising, and that actually that's part that's part of what was what hurt him too is he he would not compromise at all. So sometimes that can help you and hurt you, but I think that that helped uh, create the um, the the myth, I guess, of James Brown. James Brown. Now, I don't know about you, but when I watch movies about a, a famous singer or whatnot, I'm really critical on lip syncing. 
I'm going to look there and see if the tongue on the L isn't touching the top of the <laughs> mouth. You know what I mean? I want to see yeah. if the Fs are coming out, if his lips are, the, the teeth are above the bottom lip, like pho. I want to I want to see it. And this guy, man, he was dead on. He was awesome, yeah. You know, I know that they, they used James Brown's vocals. Or in, and actually, I think they used a sound-alike for certain things because there were certain things like when he would sing a cappella or whatever, they used a uh, James Brown sound alike, but for the most part, they used uh, the original uh, recordings and stuff. But yeah, it, it was he was he was great, and 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 the story. I mean, his his hear me out in the opening. Yeah, when the guy when they had the guy hang the guy there's a guy hung. Did James Brown's father catch his wife banging that guy? And that's no, what, no, I I, no? And I mean. Well, I mean, I I don't think so. I think what that was is just in the South slavery and and and, and, and all around. Yeah, there's lynchings left and right. I thought for some reason, especially during that time. Why did the mother leave? I thought that he kicked her out. Like that's why he was pissed. James Brown's dad was pissed and said, "Get out of here, like go." I, I think th- the thing was is is neither one of them were good parents. I think I think he was an abusive alcoholic, and she was she was just kind of a floozy. Um, All right, because I I, I, cause I don't know why I thought that she was cheating on him, and he got caught. He, the guy got caught. The the James Brown dad hung the guy and said, "Get!" And like I thought, that's why she left because she was just a tramp and a whore. Well, I think I think she was, yeah, I think she was kind of a floozy. I but I don't think that 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 the the guy that was hanging had anything to do with either of them. I think mm-hmm. that little James, little you know, six year old James Brown just came across a James uh, Brown. <laughs> Little Jimmy Brown uh, came came across uh, just a lynching victim who had nice shoes. Oh, yeah, okay, <laughs> he did have nice shoes. But so. then, and then the whole then the mother, the whole mother, you know, goes off and starts banging, you know. And then later on, he sees his mom, mom, mom. She doesn't even acknowledge him. Yeah, she she denies she yeah. denies her son. That was heartbreaking until later on in the movie. Then I did, you know me. I just. I, I I this is a little teaser. I cried in into the storm. However, I'll, I'll tell you about that. About to tell you about that later. I cried in this movie when his mom came and saw him finally. He's a big star, and he was pissed. You know what I mean? He he hated her. He was like, you know, there's times I'm like, what you saying? But when she left and he collapsed and turned to some one of his entourages and said, take care of her. Yeah, I'm, make sure she's taken care of. Oh, yeah. I cried because even he though, did, yeah, he didn't want her in his life, but he yeah. didn't want her to be. Even though she didn't. left him and was a tramp and everything, and he had no mother. All the shit that she put him through. Yeah, and then he has he falls down, you know, and say. <laughs> <laughs> but it was good. I mean, that was the emotional mo- part moment, and I was like, wow, this this. I mean. I know the Oscars are, are far away, but it's probably too soon to you know to even think. But he he should he was good. He should get some kind of you know. Yeah, I, uh, I mean uh, we'll have to wait and see what's what comes out a little later on. But yeah, he was, I thought he was just just flat out just awesome. There there's and one it, uh, one flaw of the movie. I wanted I wanted somewhere somebody somebody somehow just mention, hey, you want to be in Rocky Four? <laughs> That's all I wanted to hear. Uh, I, no, I don't think I don't think they even needed. I was pissed because I saw it showed him in what ninety six was it or ninety three at the end, and I'm it like showed him. Uh, let's see. Well, I mean, it, it went up. Not the 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 whole thing when he got arrested and 
the shooting thing that was that happened after Rocky. That well, was, right. That's the thing. I knew Rocky happened somewhere between the black guy hanging in the beginning and <laughs> at the end. <laughs> Sometime between we li- living and dying. I'm like, just 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 mention, like, say, hey, Stallone called, call him back. I don't know. I, uh, that, I mean, that. Well, I mean, for for us because we love Rocky, that's a right. big deal. But I right. think in the in the grand scheme of things, when it came to to James Brown's story, I don't think I don't think Rocky. Uh, was uh, that that big a deal? In how 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 can you how dare you say that? Rocky was, not a big if it was Rocky one maybe. <laughs> if this is Rocky. We're talking Rocky four. Well, Rocky four. Rocky four to me is the best fight, man. <sighs> yeah, he dies. He dies. If he dies, he dies. I must break you. Yeah, I, the 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 thing about this movie that I mean, I, I overall I thought it was really great. There's a lot of uh, inaccuracies within it, just for. Hollywood, I guess. Yeah, like the the legend of of uh, Bobby Bird discovering him while and getting him out of prison. There's, from what I understand, that's not true. Um, like the you know the, the what is it the the the, the flame and flames or the fabulous flames. But this is like stuff. right up. This is right up your alley, Tim. Too. Cause, I mean, you love music. Everything about music yeah. from. From the first caveman singing until now. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Grog. Grog. <laughs> grog. Grog. <laughs> you really love music, and I know you you know a lot of shit about this kind of kind of shit. And you Yeah, there I mean I, sometimes it's sometimes sometimes when it when it comes to big big things like this, it's like I, I, I get overly critical when when uh, movies are uh, when there's cer- when there's certain inaccuracies. But I mean it, that was part of the legend. It's like I I think James Brown used to in the back in the day, he used to tell stories about how he was in prison and Bobby Bird helped him and and that and he came out and he joined the Flames and all that sort of stuff. So there's there are some inaccuracies here and there, but overall, I thought it was I thought it was pretty true to form. Um, and yeah, I, I I really came out of it really enjoying it. I thought the performances were great. I thought the music was great. Yeah. I thought uh, them portraying James Brown as an asshole. Uh, was was good rather than always making him seem like he was a like he was a uh, like a perfect dude. Right, right, right. Um, I think I think I honestly didn't realize this movie was coming out when it came out. They put this they they released this movie alongside Guardians of the Galaxy, and yeah. so it, it's I I don't think a whole lot of people have gone out to see it. No, I think it was. It was it was missed. I think you know the Guardians just just chewed it up. And yeah, it got it, it got all of the press. So yeah. it's a shame because uh, if they had released this, if they'd waited a month, released this in September, late September, or early October, or or even or even right now, if they just waited two weeks and yeah. put it out now, because there's nothing out now. No, I mean there's there's some there's some um, pure shit out there. Yeah, it's, uh, so I I I I feel bad that it that it just sort of was released and, um. And uh, just sort of uh, disapp- just sort of buried underneath a bunch of stuff. I don't know if they did that on purpose, like if they thought that if they put it out on a, on a week when there weren't when there wasn't a whole lot of other stuff, the critics would have really went out and destroyed it or something. Because because uh, it didn't. It, it got it got sort of just sort of like lukewarm uh, reviews from just the the quick things that I saw. It's, yeah, it's, it's kind of movie that's going to come and go, and, and no one's people will check it out on, on Blu-ray and, and and cable. But it's just you know like like Ray when that came out, I think that did pretty darn good and he, yeah, best actor. I mean that came out and it was a smash, and now this is you know this came out. And it's like 
Guardians, you know, yeah. Get well, up, but no. I think one of the reasons why this this one isn't getting the ratings as as great as it is is this is the story. That, I mean, with Ray, you had the story of him, you know, overcoming adversity and the and the the all the women that he was with and that sort of stuff. And the and the Johnny Cash movie, Walk the Line, it yeah. was a love story. This one didn't really have that. It didn't have a it didn't have a uh, a singular plot from beginning to end, other than you know. James Brown claiming he's doing everything on his own while everybody else around him is actually helping him. Right, right, right. Um, so that, but so yeah, I, I think I, I don't think people were able to really catch on with the plot of the story. But overall, I mean, I enjoyed it because I love James Brown and I love the music, and I, and knowing the history, I thought it, I I had a good time watching it. Well, all right. Well, how many stars? Forget it. Uh, I gotta give this. I'm, well, I'm sorry. How many popcorn? Nah, I, I said stars. <laughs> he had a song called Mother Popcorn. Uh, I did it really. Okay. Yeah, how, many, uh, how many Mother Popcorn? Nah? <laughs> a three and a half. Three and a half. Um, I think. I think overall, uh, the Chadwick Chad, Chadwick Boseman just killed it. He did. Music was great. When they were showing the scene, actually, I'll tell you one thing. When they were showing the scenes when he was playing Paris. Uh, and they and they were flipping back and forth from the actual shots of of uh, James Brown performing. It was just yeah. like ah, oh, that was this cool was like nineteen seventy six. I want to yeah. say yeah, and it's probably yeah, oh yeah. I, I'm giving it. I'm not a big music buff myself. I'm giving it two and a half. Two and a half. Yeah, I mean he was great. To me, I thought it was pretty long. They could have cut out a lot of scenes. I I thought the music was fantastic, but two and a half for me. I really enjoyed it, but I didn't really, really, really enjoy it. So you just sort of stood on up, but he didn't really get on. <laughs> I stood on up. I'm going to give him a minute. Uh, stood funny. on up. The movie well, is over. I'm yeah. walking out. What was funny, yeah. though, is one is the one scene. Is the music good? Yeah. Does it feel good? Yeah. Like, that's the, that's an Eddie Murphy yeah. joke. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I love this. This part's great. You know. There were all sorts of neat little things. Like, like they opened the... the the thing uh, at, you know, the the Tammy show, which was a which was a one of the first concert films, and you know they had to do the Rolling Stones thing in there because the Rolling Stones were on that with him, and Mick Jagger was like the guy that actually got the movie made. It was this yeah. is basically Mick Jagger as a producer. Yeah, he's a free Jack. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, okay. So yeah, I mean, but I thought that was cool. But I I looked at the Rolling Stones and said. I said, "Wow, they didn't they didn't choose anybody that looked anybody like an actual Rolling Stone." That's like Mick Jagger. That whoever, uh, if you squint it in the dark, yep. it did look like him a little bit, like a younger Mick. But yeah, you're right. The people didn't look like they like the Stones at all. And I loved uh, uh, Craig Robinson had a small role. He he plays uh, Maceo Parker, who's who actually still performs. He's a, he's a jazz. Uh, uh, he's a jazz player, but uh, yeah, Maceo Parker, he was in that. So Craig Robinson had a small role, but it was it was cool. Yeah. And the guy who played his his buddy, I know we we've already given our reviews. <laughs> Nelson Ellis, he, who played his uh, his his uh, you know right hand man, Bobby Bird. Yeah, he was awesome too. He's he was he's on um True Blood, and he plays he he's a gay man on True Blood, and he's fantastic on True Blood. I'm like, wow, this guy is going to be typecast as this role for life. And then I see him in this. He was fantastic in this, like totally yeah. different personality. And I'm a huge Jimmy Fallon, uh, Fallon fan, and Tyreek was uh, also one of the band members. 
So that's who, all. Who was, who um, was? Tyreek? I, what is his name? Uh, oh, Tyreek Trotter. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he he's, Pee Wee Ellis. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. he's on um on Fallon all the time. So, but anyway, he's part of the roots. What? Uh, oh, I will say this. One of the, one of the guys I know is he knows uh guy who is uh, James Brown's band leader for like the last twenty years of his life, and he was telling a funny story about how um one night they were performing and something happened on stage and midway through the show, James Brown turns around and fires the drummer. <laughs> That's a cool story. So yeah, he, he fired his drummer. And so that they, uh, they had to do the rest of the show without a drummer. I don't know how they did that. What did he say? Like, I, I can picture him, you know, dead, 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 wow. Yeah. And the guy goes, what? <laughs> You're yeah, I, don't, I don't know. Get out of here. How how do you how do you do a how do you do a funk show without a drummer? Because that's the I mean drums are to me is is, is is the best part of the songs. You know. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I mean, so he, he said, know, "Get on out, die. Get get on out. Yeah. Get off the I'm, stage, die. My guess is my guess is uh, uh, he probably. Um, he probably uh, didn't uh, didn't have the show go much longer after that. That's my guess. All right. Well, let's let's go on to our next movie. Ooh, and which we one have are we talking a, about now. I believe it's called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It's a small independent film. I I don't want to know. I don't think me and you haven't spoken about this movie at all yet to each other. I don't believe we have. So let's play the trailer. Sponsored by. Heroes in a half shell. Yari Busey. To me. Ready? Look what you can do. Look what you can do. Look what you can do. (laughs) 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 And now the turtles. (laughs) Look what you can do. Surveillance is showing heavy foot clan activity. We're taking hostages. Let's rock and roll. This is our city. That's what I'm talking about. Like shadows in the night. Completely unseen. Say a word about this to anyone. If you do, we will find you. Yeah, we'll find you. I'm sorry, that came across super creepy. Okay, that's. <laughs> we will find you though. My sons, I have trained you your whole lives to protect the city above, but I fear you are not ready for its greatest threat. We're taking your armor to the next level. Shredder. Ever be. 
We didn't talk. Cowabunga. Cowabunga. You didn't say anything. We haven't spoken to each other about turtles at all. I want to know you first. Tell me how you feel. Um, I thought that the, I thought the movie itself was just stupid, but I thought that it was, I thought that it was enjoyable because it's, you, you can't go to this movie expecting, you know, the greatest thing ever. You have to sort of, reduce your expectations and understand this is a dumb uh, movie about turtles who are ninjas and it's a Michael Bay film. So or Michael Bay produced film. Right. So you kind of have to go in there and, you know, leave logic at the door when you walk in. Okay. All right. But I mean, I I thought the cast was okay. I I think Will Arnett was sort of wasted. He, he, they they could have put anybody in that role. I don't think he he was sort of he sh- he should have been able to do more. He was he didn't get to be as funny as he can be. Agreed. Okay. All right. Megan Fox can't act. She's Not horrible. She can't. She's act eye candy, and that's it. As you're you're okay. I'm listening to every word you're saying. Fickner. I love William Fickner. Okay. All right. There's. I mean. What can I say? Uh, and, but my problem with the turtles is they, they weren't, um, they weren't, uh, recognizable. Uh, you like, like you had a hard time differentiating one from the, from, from the other. That's why they wear, they wear the colored mask, Tim. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, when, when it was, when they were fighting and going all around, it was, it was hard to tell who was who at that point. And splinter, I thought was just stupid. I just didn't like splinter. Yeah, I, I, okay. And Shredder was pointless. Yeah, Shredder. Wow. I mean, Shredder. Uh, all, all Shredder did was knock over, knock over a tower. A tower. I'm. I will. There I was am, no. There was no ooze. There was no secret of the ooze. There, there was not. I am so glad you went first because I am agreeing with you a hundred percent, exactly word for word, verbatim what you said. That's, <laughs> yeah. Seriously, that is exactly how I felt. I saw this. Luke, my son's a huge turtle fan. We watched the um, Nickelodeon cartoon. He loves it. He could not wait for this movie. And this movie is made for him and his age, and that's mm-hmm. all that matters. You know what I mean? Like, and you're right. You hang up your logic at the door, and you go in there, and you watch this dumbass movie, which I was like, this is stupid. But the more I'm watching it, the more I'm liking it. <laughs> seriously. There were some gr- there were a few really good scenes in the movie. Uh, and there were a few funny there were a few scenes that I thought I, were legitimately funny. I laughed a lot. I laughed a lot and yes, I don't care. I cried into the storm. Coming soon. I cried <laughs> I cried in this movie when they're all the four of them and, and, and Megan Fox are, are in that tower falling down and one of the brothers says, I love you guys, you're my brothers, and I can't be here without you. I teared up. I'm crying during a stupid <laughs> ten, ten year old movie about turtles that that are ninjas and are teenagers and like Pizza Hut. I didn't cry. I was I was an emotional wreck because Luke every every punch kick and everything he was like yeah he was like he was loving it and there's there was all boys around us other families young ass boys who were just they were 
laughing and everything, applauding when someone was fighting. They and it was over. They were they loved it. This is a definite boys film, and I'm gonna say this: when I heard how much this this movie made, like sixty five million, I was shocked and stunned. I thought this was gonna come out and bomb and see you later. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, I think I think this movie. Uh, it'll be interesting interesting to see what will happen this weekend um, with it because, yeah, yeah, I have a feeling it'll drop. Well, actually, it might not drop off as much I, uh, just because there's there's not a whole lot coming out this coming weekend to really compete against it. So well, it could it could continue on. It's, it's it's the only kid film out there now. Expendables three is out Friday, so you, you better you better stop everything and you better quit your job to go see that movie, Tim. All right. <sighs> Don't, don't I, you, I haven't seen the first two. And, uh, you don't have to. Who cares about those? This is Mel Gibson in it. It's Mel fucking Gibson. All right. <laughs> he's, he's, he's back. But yeah, whatever you said, I agree. Everything yeah. is, I was like, uh, Tim Pry. Tim Pry either like loved it or hated it. But you you were 100% on the ball. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It, there were, I mean, I thought that, I thought that the, uh, the scene where they were like all sliding, sliding down the mountain. That, that, that huge forty-five minutes on that truck. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, how long is this? Is this slope? But you know what's is weird? Mountain? You know what's weird is the whole time, like, like I'm thinking, I'm like, this would never happen. A truck can't drive down a snowy hill. And then I'm thinking, there's no fucking turtles that are fucking ninjas either. You yeah, know what I mean? it's like right there is where I'm like, all right, put put the shit aside. Enjoy them going down the hill for 45 minutes. The truck, no way. You can't drive a truck on a road in snow. You know what I mean? It was, and I, I was trying to figure out, like, where, where is this? They're like, they're supposed to be like a half an hour out of New York City if they're up I, on a I, snowy mountain. Where is this mountain that's was, that close to New York? I was thinking that, too. I, I remember, we're like, well, if we, if we go down this way, it's a shortcut. We'll be there in 10 minutes. I'm like, well, what? Yeah, where is that at? Yeah. And and like at the bottom of the mountain, there's a sewer that leads right to New York City. So yeah, it's like, wait a minute. Well, you, I guess every sewer, I guess is easy. It, every sewer leads to somewhere fast. I guess you know. I well, maybe in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle world. Yeah. Well, what's cool is as as AMC's stub members were handing out masks. I got I got four masks here for Luke. He got every color, and it was Are cool. They, were they the? Just the the were they turtle were like full turtle masks or were they? Uh, I guess just like yeah. Well, no, I'm sorry. Like I guess I bandana mask. Okay. You know, red whatever. I got red, blue, orange, and purple. So he he had a blast. He and that's all that matters. The scene that I thought was really funny, the one that I cracked up at, was when they were in the elevator. Oh and my they god! Started to like beatbox, yeah, and I beatbox. thought that was great. Yeah, and I was laughing, and then people were laughing. Some people, like like my wife and daughter, were like just shaking their heads, and me and, and my sons are going, <laughs> like we're like yeah. loving it and dancing along with it, and it was funny. You, I, you know what, Tim? You said it exactly. Hang up your <laughs> whateverness outside. Go in there, and just have a good time watching it. And, the, and then after I saw the movie, uh, there was this thing that I found online that The Onion put out. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I don't, I'm, I'm curious how much money The uh, the Onion put into this. But The, the Onion did this fake, um, this fake entertainment show piece about how they surgically <laughs> – surgically. They, uh, they, they CGI'd 
super hyper realistic dongs penises on all the turtles and all the turtles had different different dicks <laughs> i actually yeah when we used one of the funniest things it was actually funnier than the entire movie i think you you sent me this link no no words no description i just saw the word like teenage turtles blah 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 blah. you know i think a day or two passed and i'm like oh yeah i, I got this texture from tim and i hit it and i i think i i texted you back like the first four or five minutes i'm like is this is this real? <laughs> because it was like a a um. <laughs> my kids are here with getting something to drink. Oh, um, try it. It was like a like a real Blu-ray bonus edition scene <laughs> behind the scenes moment where these people are talking in this scene here. Then they show you a guy, you know, in front of a turtle picture or something, and and on the computer CGIing a gigantic rod. There you go. <laughs> And, and then they and then they show like scenes in the movie with their their dicks just flapping around these gigantic <laughs> six foot long dicks and it looked dicks. it looked it looked pretty darn real like I was like <laughs> I thought I was like what did Tim I was like this is what it is I'm not I can't I can't take the kids <laughs> it's Michael Bay Michael Bay is all about explosions and big dicks and you're <laughs> and you're right there's four turtles. And there's there was they were all different. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I can say. Get some something to drink and some pretzels. Um, but anyway, we had a blast watching it. I was shocked. I thought it would be like a piece of shit movie, and we're like going to leave. Go that movie sucked. But I had fun. So all right, how many popcorns, Tim? For I got this. This one I got to put at two and a half. It's a movie that I saw. I sat. I enjoyed it. And I was like, okay. And then at the end of it, I walked out and I was like, all right, I saw it. And I wasn't disappointed. I wasn't bored. Um, you know, it, it delivered more than I thought it was going to. I, and I'm glad. I, I remember when, when these, when they first started talking about making a live, a new live action turtles movie and they, and the initial thing was they were, they were going to make them aliens during their initial script. Oh and my they, god! Yes, I I forgot about that that rumor. You're right. And I remember I remember saying, "Well, that's 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 stupid." Just like they, I guess they, I guess they like caved into fan pressure, saying, "Hey, listen, that's really dumb. Don't do it." I uh, guess I guess we really didn't didn't tell you. Uh, we didn't even mention how the turtles became the turtles, which I guess it's a nice spoiler. I guess you know what? We yeah. won't tell you. Go see it. <laughs> but yeah, they're not aliens, right? Uh, and they don't so have they, and they yeah. don't have big ass cocks swinging yeah. either. So, well, I mean, if you go to the Onion and look type up Turtles Onion, I'm sure you could find it. But uh, yeah, it was um, so. And, and I mean, they and they 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 met. They did it in the trailer to to appease, I guess, whiny fanboys who were really crying over it. Like, you know, are they aliens? No, that's stupid. Yeah, I remember people were all upset over that. That was like two years ago. That was at like Comic Con. They announced that, and everybody was like, "What?" Yeah, I wonder. I wonder if that was originally the 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 script, and they filmed stuff. Maybe, maybe then they changed their mind last minute. You know, maybe. Part of me, part of me wants to think that 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 was what they were planning on doing. Another part of me thinks that they purposely put out that misinformation just so people would get angry and the internet would explode. You know what? That's, and I hate to say this, man. That's a, that's a smart idea. Yeah, I mean, if if I if I said, oh, like if I got the the rights to make Batman, and I said, okay, well, in this movie, Batman will be a refugee from China, 
And in this movie, he learns Kung Fu from watching Bruce Lee movies. And he decides that he is going to be a, a little tiny uh, Chinese Batman. And that's how Batman, the Batman mythology is going to go forward. You know, if, if, if that's, if that was what, how, uh, who is it? Um, who's, who's directing the, the Superman movie? What's the, what's the guy's name? Um, shit. Yeah. I'm drawing a blank too. That guy. Uh, <laughs> if, if, if he if he said that initially when they announced that that Batman was going to be in and they said that it was going they were going to use a four foot three inch uh, unknown actor from China to play Batman, you know the world would explode even more. Just the internet would just ex- just I mean the, the internet would shut down. Zack Snyder, that's his name. Zack Snyder. The internet would shut down. The world would stop turning. But I hate to say this, that sounds better than those Christian Bale shits. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's my Bale impression. Well, I didn't give mine yet. I'm giving it. You gave what two and a half? I gave it two and a half. Popcorns. I'm giving it three. And a bucket and, the, and a turtle shell bucket. <laughs> because I had a blast watching this movie with my son. And take take your son, take take your nephew, take a take a young boy. Ho- <laughs> hopefully it's a relative. Bring a young boy with you right. into this darkened theater. <laughs> and just have have a good time watching the movie. <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> have a good time with your young boy. <laughs> well, all right, well. Our next movie, Ooh. which I think me and you might fight over this one, because I, if I remember correctly, you're you te- you texted me, or you, or we talked about it maybe, and I was shocked at what you were saying. I but I didn't say anything. Well, maybe that's why I was pissed because because <laughs> you really didn't say much, but you really didn't. I don't know. I, I was like I was on the fence. I was like I don't know what he's trying to say here. Guardians of the Galaxy, brought to you by. <laughs> Gary Busey. Look what you can do. Gary Busey. Nope, another one. Whoa! I love Amazon Fire TV! (laughs) Here we go.
Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm with them. I have a plan. You've got a plan. I have part of a plan. And what percentage of a plan? I don't know. 12%. 12%? <laughs> It's real! Totally fake. That is the most real, authentic, hysterical laugh of my entire life because that is not a plan. I am Groot. So what? It's better than 11%. What the hell does that have to do with anything? Thank you. Groot's the only one of you who has a clue. Cinemas in 3D. Another trailer I never saw. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like was, damn, was, that's a different trailer. There was no ooga shaka, ooga ooga. And I will say this: I bought the soundtrack immediately after I saw the movie. Okay, seriously, I, did. I would never. I've, I would not have. I would not have uh, pegged you as someone that would buy that soundtrack since it was seventies and not eighties. Well, yeah. I will say this: it is the deluxe edition one. There's two CDs. One of them's all the songs, and yes. One's all the themes. Okay. Okay. And my daughter was a big fan of a lot of the songs on there. One of them I had on the Pulp Fiction soundtrack. But, you know, I can't have her hear, I can't have her hear that whole soundtrack. <laughs> Blue, yeah, Blue Swede. No, but, uh, yeah. Was, was that Pulp Fiction? No, that was Reservoir Dogs. Reservoir, that's it. Res- sorry, Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. yeah. But, all right. Go. You go first. Because <laughs> I got to get something up I want to read to you after I saw it. I had to see this movie twice because... The first time I saw it, I came out of it thinking, what the hell was the big deal? Uh, I, I honestly, I came out of it and I was like, I was like, not, mm-hmm. I just was just sort of like, who cares? I'm saying, I'm talking to myself. Go ahead. <laughs> like he starts out like there, there are parts that were funny, but like it starts out with him on the planet. And you, you, they immediately make you not like him because he's there kicking little animals uh, you know, small like like rodents and stuff, and, and just like being a, like a total like unit to like small animals around him for for laughs. And you I was like, know. that's not funny. You I was like, know. that's not funny at all. You don't know if they were if they were sweet, pretty rabbits, or if they were the most poisonous thing on the planet. All right. <laughs> but yeah, he's going. He's kicking, and and but it, it, you know, and it, it, I didn't think it, I when I saw it the first time, I just didn't think it was funny. I was like. There, there wasn't that many parts. I was like, I was like, this is just not funny. And I think I don't know, I don't know if I was just tired or what. But when I went back and saw it the second time, I enjoyed it a lot more. I I think I was able to absorb it, and I and just just sit back and and it's and I like James Gunn. I like the the movies he's done. I thought Slither and Super were all good. He also did this. He also did this thing, um, these like I, I forget what they call it, but it's like sort of like X-rated um, Charlie Brown or something like that. There's like they're like internet shorts um, that he did, and I, and I enjoy all that. And and so when I first heard that he was directing this movie, I thought, okay, that's a cool choice. But I said, as I said, the first time I saw it, I didn't think it was that good, but I enjoyed it a a, a lot more the second time. I am. I'm sh- maybe because I I can't find what my, what my friend posted after I saw it, and it's pissing me off. 
I, I'm trying going on Facebook here trying to see the comment, but I can't even find my post. This movie to me, I knew nothing about the these these characters whatsoever. I thought you would know probably a lot more than I would. I'm not a big fan of you know the comics and and whatnot. But after this movie to me, everyone's saying it's Avengers good, and I was like, there's no way in hell, there's no way in hell this movie is anywhere near Avengers. After I saw the, this movie, I I was like, shit, it is right on the Avengers ass. I had nah, a, see. I even I, even after seeing it are, and, and enjoying are, it, I don't. I don't. I can't put it that high. You are in the one percentile. You are the only person I have. I have I've spoken to who thinks it's not as good as everyone else. The world thinks it is. Seriously. Yeah, I, I. I. I mean, I. I enjoy it. 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 It is. A, it's a good movie, but it is nowhere near the Avengers. Nowhere near the Avengers. It's not. I, it's. I'm telling you, it's right there. To me, this movie. Like I'll be honest, the Avengers had movies. Thor, Captain America, Iron Man—they all had movies that you already knew the characters and you get get to know them and love them. Yeah. Here, here's the Avengers. Bam. This one to me—they they had no movies. They had no prequels. I knew nothing about them. And these characters, I loved them all. I loved them all. Chris Pratt to me—the opening scene where he's kicking rabbits, whatever those <laughs> things were—reminded me of the opening of Raiders of the Lost Ark. It to me reminded me of the greatest movies ever, Raiders and Star Wars. My, yeah, it 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 uh, it was derivative of a lot of. Things. I can't see where he posted. It was just a friend of mine, Chris Alley. I posted after I saw the movie. I said, "This is the greatest movie I've ever seen, starring a raccoon." And he said, "And I can't, I wish I could, this isn't a quote, but here's here it is in like a in a nutshell. Up like you're paraphrasing. Yes, this is the greatest." Star Wars movie next to Jedi. So and what he's saying is Star Wars Empire Jedi and then this. Forget all the prequels. This movie is up there with, with the greatest science fiction films ever. And I loved it. I'm shocked and appalled and I'm hanging up <laughs> that you didn't like this movie as much as I did. I know nothing about him. I am Groot. Oh my god. I cried when the Groot thing turned into a big ball of sticks. And the end, and it blows up, and then there's a little baby Groot growing out of the freaking flower pot. <laughs> Come on, I was loving. Well, I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying it's a bad movie, and I'm not. And in, in just, I'm just saying it's not as good as as Avengers. I think Avengers is a movie that the whole the whole movie. I, I mean, I was on the edge of my seat with this one. I liked the characters. I thought everybody was great. I thought. Uh, I honestly. I got Peter Serafinowicz and Lee Pace mixed up in the tra- in the trailer. I thought I thought Lee Pace uh, was one of the, the the people on Nova, but Lee Pace was Ronan the Accuser, and he was awesome as Ronan the Accuser. Do you know who else was fantastic? Which I think only got the role. May- maybe I'm reaching. Maybe because of The Walking Dead, it was Michael Rooker. I uh, know Michael Rooker got the role because he's been in. I think. I think this is. I think he's been in all of uh, uh, James Gunn's movies. Oh, has he? Really? He was in Slither. Remember? In oh. <laughs> okay. All right. Mm-hmm. I, I thought he was just meat. I, <laughs> oh my god! I haven't seen a movie in forever. Yeah. All right. He was great, and the and the effects, the effects, and the costumes, and the makeup, and the CGI, and everything about the movie, the acting, fantastic. The wrestler dude. I don't. I don't follow. Wrestling, I don't know. The only person I know is Hulk Hogan and Rowdy Roddy Piper. 
Yeah. This, the, the, he was everybody was perfect. They had perfect roles. The raccoon. I love this movie. I had to see it again. I'm done. I'll tell you right now. I think Zoe Zoe Saldana should just tattoo her skin green. Oh uh, yeah. Well, I heard she was blue in Avatar and green in this. Like she is fantastic. Pain as another color. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I mean, she's she's a good looking chick. But oh hell yeah, she looks really good. And and uh, the girl who played Nebula, the blue chick. Yeah, Karen, I saw, Karen Gillan. Yeah, yeah I kept she. Yes, she's she as as Nebula. She was a fox. She was. I, a I fox. couldn't quite place it. I was like foxy. It was. I don't know, Tim. I loved it. I, I'm. I love this movie. This this movie to me, I think it knocked out Tom Cruise or whatever. This is my favorite movie so far of the year, guaranteed. No, no, I know that I I prefer Tom Cruise over this. Um, but I mean, I I did enjoy it. I and I, and I thought that there was. I and I saw it both times. I saw it. I saw it in 3D, and I thought that the 3D was fantastic. Yes. Okay. Good. Yes. In this, there was there were some scenes, and the things that the the, the thing I liked about the 3D is it it wasn't just pop out 3D. It, it was like 3D with like serious depth. Yeah. Um. Like that. Like that. That opening scene where where I was complaining about it, but when it said when it the whole screen says Guardians of the Galaxy, and you see the little Chris Pratt at the bottom in 3D, that just jumped out at you like, bam, that's awesome. And then when they're the, the when during the final like climactic battle, they're at uh, at the the I forget the name of the planet. You know when you when they were showing them in the cockpit, and then you were seeing everything going on in the background. It's like. Yeah, the the three D with the the stuff on the on the the glass of the ship. Yeah, the guy in the cockpit and the stuff going. It was like it was just it went back forever. It was just like so, just wonderfully animated. It was so good. It was it sort of lets you see what hopefully what Episode Seven is going to be like when now that they're at this level in terms of three D. And computer animation and space battles and that sort of stuff to see what they could po- potentially do with the next Star Wars. It's I just think like, it, I think you're absolutely right. Like, I think I did have a lot of Episode Seven flash forwards. Like, wow, this is this good. Just imagine a lightsaber. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know I mean? like, yeah. yeah, like just seeing the, where the technology is today. You know wh- how that's going to apply to other movies that we're looking forward to. Right. Oh yeah. Well, this is going to be short and sweet. I'll go first. Five popcorns, freshly popped, salt, <laughs> buttered. It's fantastic. I love this movie, Tim. This is this is my favorite film yet of the year. Yeah. Well. Okay. Uh, no, I don't give it five. I give it four. That's uh, not bad. All right. No. Four. I mean, I just, we haven't. I haven't given a four to, to much. Uh, yeah. It's 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 good. It's 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 far from my favorite. Uh, it's far from my favorite. Marvel movie. Here's the thing. Marvel has got to the point where they can put out anything at this point. People will go see it. If, if Marvel, like if the the Iron Man movies and all that sort of stuff didn't work out, this movie would never have gotten made. This is the most punk rock thing that Marvel has ever done. They, they, they take a ridiculously obscure comic. Uh, I mean, people, people who, people who are big into comics and and follow the stories probably know how, know these stories. I know because it's based on they rebooted it several years ago and it's based on that. I was reading about that, but um, for for the just the the layperson, um, you know, they 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 have never heard of this, and uh, so for them to take a completely unknown property 
and to turn around and turn it into one of the top movies of the year is, you know, that just goes to show how, how, how good these guys are at their job. That's the thing. Like I know, I think I'm more, I'm more of a DC guy, but Marvel is just turning, turning me, turning me around because they just keep banging them out and banging them out. And there's, they're, they're somewhere in great. Like I think Thor two wasn't one, one of the greatest, you know, there hasn't been a few ones that weren't fantastic, but they're still good. They're good. You go see them and you're like, yeah. wow, that was cool. The, um, I mean, we're entering a time. We're entering a period in the Marvel movies and in the Marvel story that I'm not that interested in. I'm not that interested into the space stuff and the Thanos and all the, like with the last Thor as like, uh, I was just like, Oh man, we're moving into this damn era of the Cree and the scroll and, space and then and it's just like i i prefer it when it was just on earth so you know i will have to wait and see how the avengers is and you know and and if if they continue much more past past this with the with the you know the infinity stones and all that kind of stuff i i just want us to get back on earth i want us to get back to making captain america movies um i'm not looking forward uh, but now I will enjoy them. That's what I'm. Uh, that, that's what I guess that's what I'm trying to say. I will enjoy them. I'm just not. I'm just not. Don't have like a gigantic boner for Did, all of this, the space stuff, the sci-fi era of of uh, Marvel. What, what's killing me now is like. I mean, we live in an age back back in when we were kids. You know, they had Superman and Batman, and I mean, pff, these comic movies were hardly even made. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And one of my friends sent me a thing. Avengers, uh, like twenty five films here coming out from now until you know twenty twenty, not including the Star Wars shit, mm-hmm. like Avengers, Age of Ultron, and Fantastic Four, Ant Man, Batman, Superman, Captain America, X Men, Apocalypse, and all this other shit. Untitled Marvel film, untitled DC film. You know that there's a bunch from now until until June nineteenth of twenty twenty. There's like around twenty twenty five here. It's like they well, just keep I mean, Marvel. Marvel has done the right thing. They they put out a movie or two, and they realize, hey, you know what? We can work our way up to making the Avengers. And it took them, what did it do? It took them um, five years to go from five years in like five films to get to the Avengers. I think DC is going way too fast. I think DC wants so hard yeah. to make their Justice League movie that they're. They want to make. I think they're. Avengers. I think they're. I think they're they're jumping over uh, opportunities. Like they they want to introduce everybody in this next damn Superman movie. It's just like, yeah, they didn't do that with Marvel. Didn't do that. Don't try to speed up to be like Marvel too fast. Make your five movies, and then make your Justice League movie. Yeah, it's just I, I totally agree. I hear you, but I cannot wait to see Ben Affleck in that movie. <laughs> I, I mean, I can't wait. I mean, I think that's great. But yeah. it's like it's like they're, they're saying. Oh well, Green Lantern's gonna be this. Wonder Woman's gonna be this, and and Jason Momoa is gonna be Aquaman, and this is happening, and this is happening, and this is. Ha-. I'm like, I'm like, gee, like, I, I think we saw this before. It's called Batman and Robin, when they had 19 <laughs> million characters, and it sucked. <laughs> so I hope I'm wrong because, uh, but you know, who knows? I th- I just think they're I think they're they're moving way too fast. I think that they should just they should slow it down. DC, if you're listening. You sons of bitches! <laughs> I, don't, I don't think they're listening. Oh, right, um, right, yes. uh, what? Yes. And what did you think of uh, the the post credit scene? I 
may I enjoyed seeing the cameo, but I kept I I immediately thought, all right, how does this connect to Avengers two? <laughs> You know what I mean? Like they always somehow connect. Or I, I honestly do not think that they're going to go much further with Howard the Duck. Me neither. And I read, I heard that uh, Benicio del Toro, the collector, supposedly the actor, like he had no idea. Like he, whatever he filmed in that seat, he was like, ugh, he's tired. Yeah. And they, he had no idea what it was going to be until he saw the movie himself. Yeah. I mean, we might see how we might see Howard the Duck show up in the next Guardians of the Galaxy. That's the only way he would fit. Yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy right. is a comedy, right? Um, and space and uh, and out there and shit. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And I re- I saw all the freaking uh, Easter eggs, supposedly of the collector had. Oh I'm, yeah, like Beta Ray Bill and. So you know all that, and the dog was was one of them. Yeah, that all had to do with the uh, Russian. Yeah, there's. Uh, yeah, so, we we tested with monkeys. The Russians tested with dogs up in space. So that's 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 what that all has to do with. So much cool shit, and I loved yeah. it. There's a lot of eye candy in this. It definitely it for for someone who is a diehard Marvel fan that and then just knows everything about Marvel and especially the the this area of of its of the story. It, this this movie was just like orgasmic, like. <laughs> Well, now so. I, and now I know how you come. Okay, all right, I'm good. But yeah, I mean, but yeah, as I said, it's far from it's far from my favorite Marvel movie. It's not it's not it's not my least favorite. Uh, but it's yeah, it's 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 in the middle. It's in the middle. Okay. Well, here's here's the here's the question now. What else did you see, Tim? I saw well, I saw two movies. One of them I saw they 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 showed the Big Lebowski. On the big screen, and I remember going to see that with with you when it first came out, yeah, and I loved that movie. I and know you, you do. And you were like, "I didn't like it." Yeah, uh, I, didn't, I didn't like it. On. I didn't like. I think tonight, which I, I just you just reminded me tonight was um, I think Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah, yeah, shit. Yeah, well, I didn't, I didn't get to see that. Um, I don't. I don't remember if it's if it's Wednesday and then Sunday, or if it's Sunday and then Wednesday. So if it's Wednesday and then Sunday, I might still be able to catch it. If not, I'll have to see I, what's playing this. I think it's Sunday and Wednesday. Next. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I know. I know they're 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 showing Elvis. Uh, that's the way it is coming up, which I'm looking forward to seeing. <laughs> I did. I saw um, the Richard Linklater movie uh, Boyhood, and I heard and this movie is simply fantastic. It's really great. It's 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 almost three hours long. Uh, and at the end, it does feel a little long, but uh, the movie is is just great. It's 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 a movie that, uh, especially for for people my age. I mean, I don't have kids, so but there's a lot of things like with the with the with the boy that I related to growing up because he there there were there was a lot of things that I related to that were in this movie that he experienced, and I think that's it's it's. Uh, I think overall, I think that's the point is you're supposed to relate to different things in the movie. If you're a parent, you relate to certain things. If you're, if you're a kid, you relate to certain things. Uh, and some people you relate to both. Um, and it was, it was, yeah, they, they shot this movie over 12 years. I heard that. And which is just simply amazing where they, yeah, they, the same cast, they, they cast this kid when he was five or six years old and they filmed him every year until he was a 17 or 18 and they they basically showed his his whole life growing up, going through middle school, going through high school, graduating high school, and going off to college. And part of me was like was like, wow, it's like, 
like because and, and one of the things I was paying attention to was the music and and I was sort of like trying to like sort of <laughs> trying to figure out like oh that's that's all you know they're they're going through this too quickly and then I was realizing no it's it really isn't you know four years in high school really goes by very quickly uh you know when you're in high school it feels like it went forever but exactly yeah you're right when you're when you're older and then you look back on it, it's like wow that went by really fast yeah and when you're growing up it, you know you grow up so quickly in that that that's uh, that that time frame and it was just it really it fit that it fit that uh that whole thing perfectly it was yeah it was just really good everybody in it was great um richard richard linklater is one of those directors that I grew up with, you know, uh, he, he first popped out, you know, when I was in high school, it was like him and Kevin Smith were both like the, the uh, directors yeah. that you sort of, you sort of grew up with and you sort of paid attention to as you're growing up. And, uh, you know, Richard Linklater is now he's making a sort of, it's almost like his midlife crisis movies where everything is, he's looking back in his retrospective and, and that sort of stuff. You know, he goes from making slacker and school of rock yeah. to doing this. Um, but it was really great. I if if you're able to see it in the theater, I recommend it. I have a feeling people watching it on TV at home will get distracted just because of its its length. But it's 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 worth it's worth every penny to go see it. It's a great it's an awesome movie. Ethan Ethan Hawke is I love Ethan Hawke and he's in this movie uh, as the father and Patricia Arquette is the. Yeah, I'm sorry, Roseanne. Yeah, Patricia Arquette's the mom, and there's a few other people in there that I've recognized. Like there was a guy that I recognized, but I couldn't rec- remember where I'd seen him. But now, a really, really great movie. Did they film um, Ethan Hawke scenes for the past 15 years too, or no? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Ethan Hawke. I guess when when they started, Ethan Hawke was like 30 or 31. He's like 42, 43 now. That's so yeah, I mean, Ethan Hawke visually ages throughout the throughout the filming. That's just great. That's a that's a, just a great idea for a movie, yeah. you know. So yeah, I mean, it was it was. There's parts in it that make you cry. There's parts in it that make you laugh. You know, it's it's just it really is. It's a it's an emotional movie. And when you come out, I mean, for me, I just came out. I was like, I was like, man, I feel old. It's a, it is definitely a movie that makes you feel old when you oh. watch it. So, but it, it it was it was really great. It was really good. Everything takes place after nine eleven, so it's like from two thousand two to. Um, now I guess 2000, 2001, 2002 to 2013, 14. So it was it was really great, really great. Well, all right. Well, I am not going to talk about my movie as long as Tim just did. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Into the Storm. I actually saw this. I think um, last night, Wednesday, uh, Tuesday night. Most of my daughter's a huge Walking Dead fan and stars uh, Lori, whatever her name is, Sarah Wayne Callies. You know, it looked awful. Yep. It looks awful. I'm going to sum it up short and sweet like I did on, on my Facebook wall. Jaws, to me, is the greatest shark movie of all time. And Sharknado is just a major joke about shark movies, okay? Twister is nowhere near as good as Jaws. However, <laughs> it's it's probably... My favorite Twister movies out there, all, what, four of them? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how many Tornado movies. Right, there. exactly. And then this comes out, and to me, this is the Sharknado of, of Twisters. Because I haven't laughed so much in my life. I'm watching this movie. I'm cracking up. This one cameraman gets sucked into a fiery tornado and burns, and he's burning as he's tornadoing 
up in the sky. <laughs> and uh, that, it just made me laugh. It's like this movie made the um, Twisters like like almost like a like like Michael Myers or like Freddy Krueger. Like they would run down a road and a twister would come and knock down a pole. Ah! They would run to the right around the pole, but then the twister would come and and, and lightning hit the ground and the pavement cracked and ah! They almost fell in. They was constantly like pushing them where to go, which was which was funny as shit. Yeah. Here's the part to me that I I think I peed a little bit. Here's the part. <laughs> Here's the part to me. They're all down in a sewer in, in the turtle world or whatever. They're down there, and there's this one tank. There's a tank that they can. Uh, that they can um hit a button and it goes in the ground and like it like it drills itself into the ground so it doesn't okay. move. So the twisters come and the biggest twister like five twisters merge and this big fucking massive twister. <laughs> it's so enormous. It's like five states, whatever. So it comes right over the tank. The tank is parked, trying to hold a gate up. Everyone's in the sewer. And the sewer gate's like blowing around. And he goes out there. Ah, he parks the thing out there. I can't believe it. Your parks is out there. He puts a button. It's it's in the pavement, but it's all muddy and it's like moving. Ah. <laughs> all of a sudden, the whole bumper gets gets pulled off. The, the this GP tank gets sucked up in the twister. The camera shows you guys see this time. The camera shows the guy. The guy's in the in the front seat. Ah. <laughs> gets blown around, blown around until he's in the eye of the storm. And as everyone knows, in the in the center of of the twister. Nothing. I have the tornado. There's, there's, there's nothing going on. There's like no big win. You know, it's, it's just, it's nice. He gets sucked up above the twister, miles, miles above the twister, till he sees perfectly blue skies and birds flying and the sun. And he's like, ah, and makes this weird smile, ah, and realizes he's about to fucking. Fall 14 miles back in the twister and die to his fucking death. <laughs> and it was so funny that I was laughing hysterically. It's so bad. It's so bad. The acting's awful. The, the father's awful. Everything's awful about the movie. Yeah. But Tim, if you're bored and you really want to, and you and you see something, if you see something great, The Godfather, whatever, and you come out and across the hall into the storm, just go in there. <laughs> <laughs> just go in there and sit down and 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 just have a blast. Yeah, uh, yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe if you want. I'm giving this thing one star for the guy who gets sucked up above the thing. Made me laugh so much. It has to give. I gotta give it something because of that moment. Yeah. <sighs> so yeah, that's that's what I saw. I, I didn't rush to see it, but we did, we did want to see it because it looked. Yeah, <laughs> it I looks, don't. I mean. If I'm if I'm able to see it, I don't I don't know because uh, it's just like the preview like it was just like so like just in the preview like the computer generated the 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 guy out there doing the commencement speech at rain I'm like why do they even have to do that why can't they put a guy out in the rain and save it was, yourself it was stupid like the, the effects were not some effects were not that bad like you know I mean it it, it looked like almost twister 96 95 whatever yeah. that effects ish but it wasn't 
they was all right, but this is so the acting and the, and the running and the drowning and the, and oh, that's part that's the scene that I cried in is as one son's trapped under a thing and the water's filling up, he's drowning and the father comes and gets a knife and breathe, I gotta get my son, breathe, yeah, I gotta get my son, breathe. I was like, oh, that's so sad. And then I'm like, why am I crying during this? I'm gonna laugh in like ten minutes when the <laughs> guy gets sucked up in the eye of the storm, you know. But anyway, that's what I saw. Yeah, yeah, I um. Yeah, I don't know if I'm gonna end up saying that or not. <laughs> there's a there's a few there's a few movies that have come out that have come out wide release that I that I've missed this year, and that's probably gonna be one of them. Uh, well, that's unlike you because you do see everything. Uh, yeah, yeah, you, you know. All right, well, let's let's take the show to another to let's turn the show now to something serious. I got I was I, I was about to play softball Monday night, and I got a text from you. You were the yeah. person who told me about Robin Williams' death. Mm. And I, you know, right away I'm like, what? And I'm and I go and I am DB and, and I'm looking there and bam, there it was, and I was heartbroken. I am I am still. I mean, I I'm still sad. I'm torn up a little bit. He to me was my childhood, a big a big part of it. Mark and Mindy, Happy Days. I mean, he was on that and everything on up. Mm-hmm. And I'm still just I'm still I'm still really sad. And I just wanted to talk about Ron Williams for a while because you know what. Everyone else is, so you know. Yeah. Why not us? Yeah, I was at work and I was back in my office and I heard someone say something across the hall at work and I was like, say something like, oh yeah, Robin Williams died. And I was like, oh. And, uh, and, I, and I just, I popped, I brought up Google and did a quick Google search. And I guess it had, it had literally just been announced. And then I sent, yeah, I sent you a text. Uh, yeah, it said, it said, at this point, they didn't officially say you know that it was a suicide but right. uh, they were they, they said that that they thought it was well that's the, the that thing is what i first read about it i thought it was suicide something like with the gasoline fumes I didn't, I there didn't, was i you know yesterday i read an article i know i know what yeah i, I read an article yesterday uh from some website it's called an exit bag is what it's called uh, that that uh, that they they basically were saying, hey, this is how he did, and we know exactly how he did, and this is the fact, and this is that that he used an exit bag, which is basically where you take a bag, you put it over your head, and you fill it with an inert gas like uh, helium or something like that, and you and it it basically isn't. It, it, I mean, it basically is a nicer way to go than other ways. Well, I didn't even hear I didn't even hear that one, and then with that, and then when I heard that he hung himself with a belt. The first thing I'm thinking of was, you know, was he masturbating? <laughs> no, no. He, right, because that's the first thing everyone else, you know, I'm thinking. Then he was clothed, and he, he had a history of a depression and alcoholism. I don't care. I mean, I don't know anyone out there. <sighs> Robin Williams made you laugh or made you cry. Yeah. One, one of the two. And he, he's making me cry again. I, 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 I told my wife, four, which you probably can guess them now, which I think I, I, I might have already told you this four people in my and four actors in my life have, have passed away that i was heartbroken about and i cried mm-hmm. um do you know them tim do you know who they are or? uh well i know um uh christopher reeve there you go christopher reeve ron williams best friend back in the day too uh who else uh don't don't laugh at me and and, and i don't want to hear any jokes michael jackson Okay, well, I mean, all right. He was my youth, my childhood. He was the eighties, yeah. you know. Um, John Ritter, yeah. 
because I, <laughs> I love Three's Company and now Robin Williams and and I'm watching I, I DVR all the talk shows I, I, the Insider Access Hollywood Entertainment Tonight Extra just to watch stuff about him now like everything's talking about it everyone's showing you old clips old scenes the guy was a great impressionist I know some I think I don't know if Dave was a fan of him now I'm thinking about it. I don't know if he got on Dave's nerves sometimes, but I just thought he could just go from one to the next. He could well, change immediately. He, he had a, he had a shtick that I think some people didn't some people didn't like. Mm-hmm. He had he had that you know the ho 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 oh and ow you know that he would he had a shtick, but you know that was just. That was just a shtick, and you know. And I remember watching. He had like HBO comedy specials, and actually, uh, and I and I did not see it. He he did a show where I work, and for some reason, I thought it was more recent than this. It was back in two thousand eight, but I actually remember when he did he did a stand up show where I work. I, I remember that. I remember. The, the New York one here that he was on for a while, yeah, yeah, yeah. He 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 did he he went around and he did he he went on a comedy tour. What is that? Six six years ago, um, and uh, and I remember that day. I remember going. I, I worked during the day. I wasn't there that night, but and I didn't see him. I didn't I didn't I didn't lay eyes on him. Uh, but I, I remember them setting up the show and and it had uh, you know he had this big LED screen behind him, which I would assume they showed like film clips and stuff. Uh, but yeah, that was, that was, um, that, that, I mean, and, and he filmed a, uh, he filmed a movie here in, in Nashville last year that I think is, was out on the, was out on the festival circuit. It's, it's been released called Boulevard, but I don't think it's had a, I don't think it's had a wide release. I don't well, know if I, it's on D- DVD yet. I know he has four films in the can. Like there's four films coming out that he, that he's, that might be one yeah. of them. Yeah. There's, there's, yeah, he has the angriest man in Brooklyn. This merry friggin' Christmas, which I mean, it's gonna be that's gonna be hard to watch. Uh, you yeah. know, it sounds like it's a comedy. Yeah. And uh, he's, he's uh, actually no, no, actually it doesn't. It doesn't look like it's a comedy. It looks like it looks like it maybe a. I, I don't know. It's hard to tell. And he, oh, he's um, I'm looking at Boulevard. Sorry. He's also playing Theodore Roosevelt again in part three of a uh, museum. Yeah, and that and that and that's the thing is like that trailer just popped out. This yeah. week, yeah, for yeah, the, the new Night at the Museum, and I actually didn't even know they were making it a Night at the Museum um, movie. So I was like, oh, so yeah, it was, uh, it, yeah, it, it it hit. I mean, he's one of those ones where I I I'm one of those people that I prefer his dramatic roles yeah. over his uh, some of his comedy roles, right? So yeah, like like back in the nineties. You know, after he did uh, like Aladdin, it just sort of felt like he kept doing the same comedy over and over again, and, and like he he just sort of seemed like he was doing a lot of just sort of paycheck movie like Flubber and Jumanji and things like that. But like when he did like when he did like really odd like The Birdcage is just yeah. freaking awesome, and uh, you know Hamlet. You know the the with the one that had Ethan Hawke in it. Uh, he played. Well, I actually, or no, the the Kenneth Branagh one. I'm sorry, Kenneth Branagh. Yeah. I actually watched. I DVR'd all last season or last year the crazy ones. The show that yeah. he was on a, a TV show. I said it's it's Mork. He's back on TV. 
I'm going to watch it. And I enjoyed it. I, I like Robin Williams. I always did. And I laughed a lot. And that show got canned after one season. And that's supposedly like, well, that's a little part of his depression again. He went back down, spiraled back down again. And it's a shame. He had so much talent and, and he made everyone laugh. I mean, he was in the yeah. the butler as Eisenhower. I mean, he was... <sighs> yeah. I mean, if you, if, you look at, if you look at the work that he's done over the past few years... I mean, I don't, I don't know how this Boulevard or the Angus Man in Brooklyn or, or how that sort of stuff, but it, it, it sort of seems like his roles have dropped. You know, he was in he, he supporting roles in the Night at the Museum, yeah, uh, the, like old dogs, like people just flat out tore that one apart, and everything else has just been smaller roles, but these. You know the the Boulevard in Angry Man in Brooklyn and Mary Friggin' Crib. Those three movies are all starring roles. I guess. I mean, I I don't I don't know what was in his mind and and what what he would uh, when in his depression would dwell upon. So I who knows if it was, it may not have even been his career. It may have been something uh, you know completely personal that that none of us know about. Uh, so yeah. What what is your what's what's that's what's the three? What's your three of your favorite Rod, Rod Williams films? Uh, Fisher King. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, the the Birdcage I think is is fantastic, and I I, I gotta say I Popeye I I know a lot of people like think that's a that's a bad movie, but Popeye was well, as a kid that movie I loved that movie that was like that was like his first like real starring role in a movie. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I loved it. I, I, and they used to be on HBO all the time. So Popeye was, Popeye was really where I was really where I, uh, sur- first noticed him. And I, you know, and I knew Mork, Mork and Mindy cause that was on TV oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. At, the, at the same time uh, that, that Popeye came out midway through that series. So yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's sort of, it sort of hit, hit with a shock. I mean, uh, and then, you know, sort of hit like a hit with a shock and then um you know it's uh here's something kind of interesting um a friend a friend of mine um he committed suicide a couple years ago and he worked at the movie theater with us and i you 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 may or may not jake jake burkett i remember that yeah i remember i remember him and the thing that the thing that i thought about uh this week is uh a when when i heard the exit bag that that was because that's 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 how jake did did himself in um, he uh, he started I remember the week that Mrs. Doubtfire came out at that at that movie theater and he left his last day he didn't he didn't work there very and his last day was the last night that Mrs. Doubtfire was there at the theater which I thought was kind of interesting like his entire run and I remember telling him this back then like your entire your entire run here Mrs. Doubtfire was here from day one to your last day Wow. And so yeah, and yeah, and all of a sudden it's like here it is, what twenty years later, and uh, yeah, and so it just made me think about that. All right, that's that's a pretty weird connection, I'll be Yeah, honest. weird. Yeah, weird coincidence. I'm I'm gonna Goodwill Hunting. Is I love that movie. I love Mr. Doubtfire. It makes me laugh every time. I mean, and and I this is gonna sound corny. We went up and saw Into the Storm last night, and. <laughs> And I grabbed. That does Al- sound corny. <laughs> yeah. did see. I did. And I grabbed my Aladdin soundtrack and I popped it in all the way up. And Aladdin's probably one of my 
favorite movies of his and probably one of my favorite Disney movies. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I hear him singing along and I just, it's, it's so, so much talent. I just, I, I he, love the guy. Yeah. He had, uh, I mean, his, his role in that basically, um, set the success for Disney after that because, and you know, uh, and basically as a result of him doing that role and they, 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 animation actually changed with in terms of voiceover before that it used to be people that you didn't recognize by face yeah. now after that it was that's that's when they started to cast screen actors as as voices in animated movies and now that's the norm but back when he did it that was something new it, it had it hadn't been done as much so right. that was that was definitely a big change that's uh, that he well, that he created, or that that he was part of, I should say. Well, hopefully he is. Um, he's he's up in heaven right now, making making God laugh. You know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I saw there's some. Yeah, I think it was you that put that yeah, up there. Yeah, uh, I saw. Laugh factory. Yeah, that, that that was just. That's, I love. He had that. a. He had a lot to do with. Um, uh, Andy Kaufman. I'm a big Andy Kaufman fan, and you if are, you ever see, yeah. if you ever see uh, Andy Kaufman, um, Carnegie Hall. His show at Carnegie Hall. There's a scene where there's an old lady sitting there on the side of the stage. I think Andy, if I remember correctly, Andy Kaufman said it was his grandma, but it was it was uh, Robin Williams in what eventually became his Mrs. Doubtfire outfit. Oh, that's so cool. yeah, like a full ten years before Mrs. Doubtfire was made. Uh, Robin Williams was testing out the the costume uh, at, at at an Andy Kaufman show. He was a talented guy. I mean, I love, yeah, I love Mork and Nanu Nanu. I just, he's just, he, he's gonna be missed. He's gonna. It's a shame now that his movies are gonna become popular again. They're gonna be buying these movies, whatever Netflix and like you know, people are gonna go back in time now and watch his old comedy stuff and go, wow, he was, he, he made us all laugh, you know. Yeah, there were and and uh, just up until like um, yeah, over the past couple of months, people kept talking about, oh, there's going to be a sequel to Mrs. Doubtfire. I never thought that there was ever going to be a sequel. I did hear to that Doubtfire. too. I did. I think that I think that was all internet rumors. I don't think that that was ever actually going to happen, honestly. But anyway. Well, all right. Well, let's let's uh, let's back. Um, all right. This week comes Expendables three. I am dying to see it. So fuck everyone out there. <laughs> It's, it's everything I wanted. It's everyone. It, it's it's everybody I grew up with in the same movie. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to check and see if at least part one is on Netflix. The part, one can, and, part one and two I think are this is PG thirteen. Part one and two just give it time. I don't think part one is as great as you know. They're not really they're not they're not that good. But yeah. I love watching them. And now, honestly, I don't, I don't know why I didn't see them. I think I don't know why either. They, they, I think they, part one, I think it just sort of came out, and maybe I was just broke at that time, and I just couldn't go to the movies as much because right. I, I don't know when that one came out. Well, do me a favor, and, check Netflix. All right, watch one, watch two, one of each, or or both. I mean, you don't have to know the. This isn't Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. There and back again. The Desolation of Stallone. That yeah, that comes out, and today came out, um, Let's Be Cops. Which I'm dying to see. So am I, because every I'm time... I'm looking forward to that. That looks so funny. the guy gets flipped on the, to the table, and a guy that's goes, what that's you what you get. you get! I laugh every time. I've seen that trailer 400 times. 
And yep. every time I go, that's what you get. And I, I, <laughs> it looks funny. I, I want to check it out. I think that's going to be funny. The Giver comes out this week, which I don't care we, on seeing that. But my daughter read the book and she's dying to see it. So yeah, I think I think it looks good. I think it it, it almost kind of looks like Tron. Like it does a little bit, just a, like looks, like like Tron without a computer. It looks like a black and white tra- Tron. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. but there's uh, there's a couple other movies coming out uh, on limited release. Frank, which has Michael Fassbender in it, um, a trip to Italy, which has Steve Coogan and I love Steve Coogan. I know I know you you love that guy. Yes you And do. this is the sequel to uh just the trip. So this movie I'm dying to see. I don't I, I don't know if it's playing here in Nashville this week, but it'll probably end up showing up uh here in Nashville very soon. Well, uh, well the file on the twenty second comes Sin City, which yes. I want to check it out and <laughs> A movie that, if I cry this much during the freaking trailer and I see the movie, I'm going to be gone. If I stay. Have you seen that yet? Oh, with uh, Chloe Grace. Oh, kick ass. Oh, I cry every time. I cry. Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll see it. Uh, that, that one, I mean, that one is, again, it's, it's one of those movies I'll, I'll probably end up seeing if I have t- the time. Because I've missed there's there's I, there's there's a few movies that I'm I'm still trying to catch up on. Uh, so, but and I so want to see when the game stands tall with with Reese from Person of Interest. <laughs> <laughs> I do I do want to see that. The they the, here's the thing is they're they're smart about marketing that movie. They're marketing that movie as an inspirational sports movie and not as a religious movie and it, and that's what it is it's it's a it's a it's a it's a religious christian themed movie um cuz it's it's made by the same people who did like left behind not left behind but like courageous uh, well, uh, and fireproof and are those the um, Kirk Cameron ones or no <laughs> Kirk Cameron was in fire fireproof i think uh, all right whatever but it's made by the same people that did that but they're 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 figuring out a way to make people like me who don't care about Religion see and the Lord, who do, I know just I just don't I just don't want to go see. I mean I've I've I, I see movies based on on stories and and actually there's a there's a series on um, Netflix called The Bible which I've been watching and, and I've been into it like hundred and that that movie that that movie that came out earlier this year Son of God, oh, the Jesus yeah. movie yeah, okay. that was that was basically they took a couple episodes of. The Bible series that was on, I think, the History Channel, and they edited wanna, it into a edited into a two hour movie. You don't want to know how it ends. I don't want to spoil it to you, Tim, but I don't think he makes it. But maybe he does. <laughs> all so, I know, and I but this this one, but wait, wait, I, all I know, and I think this is a joke from Matt. All I know is he can't hold a quarter in his hand. Matt would know. Matt would like that one. That was for you, Matt. <laughs> but I mean, if you go if you go by the Bible, I just went through the wrists, not the hands. That's a fallacy. There's a movie that I that I'm that I haven't <laughs> going going past. I have not. I keep wanting to see, and I have yet to get out there to see it. The the a most wanted man, the Philip Seymour Hoffman movie. Oh yeah, you, you you were talking about that. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is like it's like it's out, but it's like playing at the most inconvenient times. I can never 
get to see it. It's playing at 2 a.m. Yeah, it's like it's Thursday. Like, it either plays one minute before I wake up or one minute after I go to bed. It's one. Of, it's, it's it's never in between. It's like, God, yeah, tease the wheeze. The so yeah, that's that's a movie that I really want to see. Um, but yeah, this and, and there's another one, um, Life After Beth. It has an Aubrey Plaza, Aubrey Plaza and Dane DeHaan, which comes out in um, in limited release this week. So there's a lot of like smaller movies popping out this week. So hopefully I'll have to see what's playing. There's we, I have a bunch of art houses in the, in the area. So some of these movies may show up here. Right. And I, and I still will check out Snowpiercer. So Snowpiercer, Yeah. This uh, yet, yet another, by the time we talk about it, I'll, I'll have completely forgotten everything. It'll be, it'll be on, on ABC with all commercials. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, thanks for listening to this episode. Pass the popcorn. Um, it was a long one. But you know, long I, one had some laughs, had some tears. It, yeah, yeah, we did. So, I will say this: um, Nanu Nanu, and uh, Tim, Chazbot, pass the popcorn. Ooh! Thanks for listening to Pass the Popcorn. Pass the Popcorn is a NeoZaz.com production and part of the NeoZaz.com podcast network. For more great podcast and original entertainment, please visit NeoZaz.com. For all the latest news and information for Pass the Popcorn, follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Pass the Popcorn Podcast. Thanks for listening.